Unexplained mysteries for Monday. Why do gas prices never go up on Mondays? Who knows? But the bottom line is they're not going up today because it's Monday. And that's according to the folks at tomorrowsgaspricetoday.com. So the price for a liter of regular will stay at one thirty. $1.30.9 at most stations in the GTA. No change in gas prices. Tomorrow's gas price today, driven by Don Valley North, Toyota Scion Hybrid Center. Now, many people look forward to holiday time and to holiday weekends. We've got one coming up, of course, this weekend. It means an extra day off. It means kind of a celebratory gathering. But that is where people go, oh, wait a minute, the extra day off sounds fine, except that I'm going to have to spend it with my family or my wife's family or my husband's family or whatever. It's the gatherings that are the problem. You know what they say? You can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family. And you can't pick your family's nose and so on and so on. But you know, there are m- many other permutations and combinations, but you can't pick your family. And that often includes uh, siblings and your parents, but hopefully not. It seems abroad in the land that much of the trouble often comes from the in-laws and they in fact become the outlaws. And let's face facts, folks. Do you hear many jokes about fathers-in-law? No, you hear jokes about mothers-in-law. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's a sexist thing, but the bottom line seems to be the implication that there are more nightmare mothers-in-law out there uh, than anything else. Now, I can tell you in my own case, I have no jokes to make. I have no complaints. Uh, My mother-in-law and my father-in-law, for that matter, have never interfered. They haven't hassled me. They didn't give me a bad time when I was in politics. I don't get any hassle on holidays. They're considerate guests when they come to our house. Um, so I, and they didn't tell us how to parent, you know, which is something that often mothers-in-law, uh, will do, but it is a real issue for many. And Sarah Dimmerman's going to help us out on the cusp of a holiday weekend. Uh, she of course is a relationship expert and you can find a lot of her work and help at Sarah, uh, helpmesarah.com. Sarah, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And the question we, we want you to answer and also want the listeners to answer is, you know, just how many people out there have a nightmare mother-in-law? And I, I don't want to be sexist. I mean, maybe there are fathers-in-law that are nightmares too, but how many people out there have nightmare in-law relationships that really make them agonize over holidays? Well, never done statistical research, but you're absolutely right. It's always the mothers-in-law that gets the bad end of the deal. And I think it's that dare I say, women are usually a little bit more meddlesome than the men. So I think that gets them into trouble. But I have to tell you a funny joke. You talk about jokes about mother-in-law, and it's not, it's not like a made-up joke. It was actually a story that a friend told me when I told her that I'd be talking to you about mothers-in-law today. And she said on the day that she got engaged to her husband, she called her future mother-in-law, and, 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 and that person, the mother, future mother-in-law, asked her why she was calling. And she said, well, it's not every day that I get to say hello to my future mother-in-law. And then there was silence. And then her mother-in-law, her future mother-in-law said, let me speak to my son. He must have sunstroke. Are you? <laughs> well, things got off to a good start there, didn't they, eh? And you know, the unfortunate yeah. reality... Did it know if it got any changed. better after that? What's that? Did it get any better after that? No, it didn't. It oh, actually dear. got worse. And, oh, my God. And you, know, and you know who she blames most of all? Who? Her, her husband, the son. Because he's always the one caught in the middle. Like, he's a bad husband... And he's a bad son because he's always caught in the middle. He doesn't support her. He doesn't stand up to her when his mother says bad things about her. So it's actually the the husband that actually gets the really raw end of the deal. Well, I think that's true because, you know, you're always the son of your mother. Uh, right. But, you, you know, then, then you've got this new relationship that's the most important one with your wife. It's, right. It really is a, an awkward place it's to be terrible. in. It's a terrible place. And you know what? You can say bad things about your own family or you can think bad things about your own family. But you know, the minute anybody says anything bad about them, 
your claws come out. Well, but you know what? I'd apply the same thing to your spouse. I mean, the minute somebody says something bad about your spouse, you've got to be there in the front lines on that 100%. one. And, you know, you can't abandon your family at the same time. That's why it's so awkward when it's the mother-in-law and, and your spouse. Uh, the question on the table here, we're talking to Sarah Dimmerman, who joins us each week to talk about these kinds of things. She's also to be found at, at uh, helpmesarah.com. Is your mother-in-law a nightmare? Uh, and if you've got a father-in-law that's a nightmare, fine, uh, join in. Uh, the number is 416-872-1010, star talk 8255. When we come back after checking on traffic, Sarah, I want to talk about, a, we'll t- take some calls. I want to talk as well, though, about some of the things people do uh, in order to uh, deal with these things as best one can when you have in-law holidays, as it were. So sure. we'll come back and talk about that in a moment. But right now, it's just coming up on 445. Time to check on News Talk 1010, Time Saver Traffic. 255, is your mother-in-law a nightmare? And uh, for the non-sexist version of the show, is your father-in-law a nightmare? If you've got a father-in-law that's a nightmare, then have at us. 416-872-1010, Star Talk 8255. Uh, Sarah Dimmerman, uh, you talk uh, in some of the, st- we see some of the stuff that's been written up about uh, in-law holidays, and one of the things that you uh, are well advised to do when it's early on in the relationship is figure out how that family, your husband or wife's family, does holidays so you'll know you can kind of fit in because they may do it differently than your family did. And and not just figure out how they do holidays differently, but I think more importantly even understand the relationship between the family and especially understand the relationship between your partner and his mother before you marry. So, for example, if your mother-in-law thinks that there's no person that could ever be the right person for her son or if your mother-in-law expects that you'll iron his underwear because she always did, then those should be red flags and you need to know about them before you marry that man because you know what, doesn't matter, you're not just marrying the person, you're actually marrying the family. And I think you really have to be aware and be willing to take on the complexity of their family. Um, so it, it, it's sometimes very challenging because you come from a family of your own and everybody does things differently. What do you think of this text message? Mothers and daughters-in-law are territorial and square off against each other. I actually had to tell my wife and mother not to speak to each other anymore. That's from a listener. What do you think of that? Wow. Well, you know what? It's absolutely true because I think there's a huge power struggle with the, with the husband or, or the son being the prize. And, you know, it's interesting that he got in the middle and told them not to speak to one another because actually I would advise him stepping right out of the middle and actually telling them that they need to work it out together. Act like adults and sort it out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's go to a phone call from Betsy in Pickering. You're on News Talk 1010. We're talking about nightmarish mother-in-laws and that whole deal. Are you a mother-in-law yourself, Betsy? I am indeed. And are you the sort of terrible mother-in-law, the evil mother-in-law, or are you the benign, kind mother-in-law like the one I have? I I, I am the kind mother-in-law. I have a message for all those mother, mothers-in-law out there. Life is way too short. Yeah. And I have got two daughters-in-law. I love them dearly. They keep my sons happy. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> keep your great. sons happy. Well, we won't go into that. Uh, 416, <laughs> uh, Betsy, we appreciate that very much. 416-872-1010, Star Talk 8255. Uh, do you have a nightmarish uh, mother-in-law? Uh, you know, uh, one of the other things that uh, you see in some of the writings uh, is what expectations are as to who you're going to spend holidays with, Sarah, because that can become a debating point, sometimes because the mother-in-law is a nightmare, but also just because there are jealousies about who spends what time with who. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really hard. You know, the best-case scenario is when you have one family living out of the city, and then it's, it's, it's not so, so difficult as if you have some, you know, everybody living in the same neighborhood. But I think most people tend to work that out on a kind of a fairness basis where you're 
um, you know, where you're spending one year with one family and then the other year with the other family and that, and just dividing it up. But I think so many people get into this obligatory spending time with family. And and you've got to really figure out, I mean, even though there is some need for that obligatory spending time with family, it's also so important to understand about, to think about what you really want and what you need for your own family, because you need to really define what your family needs as, as compared to what your biological family wants from you. Here's another great text, Sarah Derman. Uh, mother-in-law wanted to be in the delivery room and cut my son's cord. <laughs> her cousin kept arranging events where her ex is there. You know, in other words, I guess the guy's, the guy's ex. Uh, the, I mean, uh, but being in the delivery room to cut the cord, I mean, are you serious? Well, I guess it's up to the daughter-in-law. I mean, if the daughter-in-law, I mean, but that's kind of a little over-involved. But, you a know, little? <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> Although, I mean, you know, there are some families that are fairly enmeshed and everybody wants it their way. And I guess if the daughter-in-law wanted, but where's the husband? Where's the father in this? Well, exactly. I mean, like, I, I felt lucky that I was there for all this because you're sort of sitting there splayed out on the table, and it's not exactly something where you'd want to have your mother-in-law exactly. there, for God's sake. Although I mean, maybe, maybe, the father, maybe the husband sent his mother in there because he couldn't deal with the blood. Oh, well, if that's the case, then he should be disposed of anyway. If he can't deal with that, it's a wonderful <laughs> experience, and there's nothing bad about it. You know, I just wanted to mention something also about uh, daughter-in-laws because often, daughter-in-laws will often say that they need to tread carefully around the mother-in-laws and treat them with respect. And it's not to say that that that's not true. However, I think that mother-in-laws, like Betsy was saying, really need to be careful about how they treat the daughter-in-laws too, because it's the women typically that drive or or have the direction of the way that the family is and how much time the grandchildren are going to spend with the the grandparents as well. So I think uh, mothers-in-law need to be really good to their daughters-in-law as well. Good point. Now, I should ask you this final question before we let you go. Uh, Do you hear any horror stories in your work about terrible, nightmarish fathers-in-law, or is that just something that doesn't seem to come up as much? You know what? It, it typically doesn't come up. I mean, you I, know, it's because they sit over in the corner watching football and they just don't really pay attention well, to anything. You know, and therefore, maybe maybe oh, are you my daughter-in-law? I didn't know that. Interesting. You know, <laughs> oh, good. good to meet you. It's like wanting to be the good guy. You know, this passive-aggressive sitting back and letting your wife take the heat. Yeah. You know, sending, telling your wife, I, I don't like that woman. You know, you go deal with her. So who knows where it's coming from. But, but typically, I think it's about that, that first text that you got where it talked about the power struggle. I think it's, it's two women going head-to-head and vying for the son or for the, for the husband, the same person. All right. Well, we'll see how people make out over the course of the holiday weekend with the in-laws and the outlaws and all that good stuff. And Sarah Dimmerman, we'll look forward to chatting with you about another aspect of the complicated lives we lead. Sarah Dimmerman is a relationship expert, and she can be found at helpmesarah.com. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, Sarah. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. And good luck, uh, folks, uh, dealing with the uh, nightmarish in-laws, if there are nightmarish in-laws, uh, over the course of the holiday weekend and every single day. And speaking of nightmares, Kevin O'Leary is having nightmares about the interest rates being paid on Canada Savings Bond. You'll think I've made a mistake when I recite the number to you uh, when we chat with him in just a moment. Coming up on the Live Drive with John Tory, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.